0: Many aspire to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. In this fortnightly series, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome to The Boardroom. Thank you very much coming to see Sweet Partners in the boardroom.
1: Sure, it's a pleasure.
0: Can you just talk me through your current situation in terms of your business mm. and your position?
1: I'm in a startup. I am the founder and CEO. Mm-hmm. We've grown um, over the last five years from one person in my living room to about 250 people right wow. now in four cities. And what we do is we actually give a wallet to each employee in each workplace Mm -hmm. so that they can actually decide how to spend their insurance and healthcare money. So we've built an ecosystem of the entire value chain, everyone from hospitals and insurers to clinics to health screeners. The next stage is where we're actually scaling and going through rapid growth.
0: Where did the idea come from?
1: i used to run mercer and marsh in the 14 countries okay so it's Huge. we were insurance brokers um, for everyone from the mainly the fortune 500. Mm. during my time there i was there for eight years we actually grew 800 to about a billion dollars in premium but what we found out was that the clients were complaining about the entire industry and then there were several complaints mm. one is that Insurance premiums are rising, and yet our employees are not getting healthier. But the other thing is that because of the multi-generational workforce in each workplace, we were not meeting their needs with one-size-fits-all insurance. Mm-hmm. I try to convince Mercer to give me $10 million okay. to build this ecosystem because I finally figured out how to do this to actually address all the pain points. Mm-hmm. But Mercer, for five years in a row, never said yes. So once the CEO was fired and my global boss was fired, mm-hmm. I knew I was next. So okay. I left. But little did I realize that the $10 million would come from me to build no. my dream on my own. So I signed a personal guarantee, took out $5 million from the bank. And then I took all of my money, my husband's money, my children's money, everything. Wow. Got the $10 million to build this. We knew we could build something to solve these issues, but it required technology to actually build the entire ecosystem and also to build the AI engine Mm. to capture the data.
0: One thing I really picked up in that answer was Five times, no. Where's the resilience come from? How, how do you keep moving forward when people keep saying five times, no, um, no?
1: I guess I was obsessed with this issue mm. because if we're not solving the client's pain point, despite the fact that we were the fastest growing firm in Asia and the mm. whole company, um, and, and dominant in the region, we were 50% bigger than the number two, but yet if we're not solving our clients problems what good are we if there is a better solution we we should do it and i wanted the firm to do it but they didn't so i'm doing it myself okay. but I, I i have a history of of resilience i grew up um in the streets of watts during the riots okay. so I had to run away we were, we fought a lot but i learned to run so it's didn't fight anymore, we were the one non-black family where we grew up, yes. really poor. And I've had very, very hard jobs you know, mm-hmm. over the last 34 years. So all I do are turnarounds, corporate turnarounds, or startups.
0: And what about Mercy it had all of the, the backing of a, a large corporate, so mm. you've got things like HR, yes, finance. Yes. Did you find that a challenge coming into, I'm starting this from my living room, I've got nothing. What did you, what did you prioritize?
1: So my first three months was focus on mocking up a prototype on PowerPoint and going back to my largest ex clients, the most demanding ones Mm -hmm. and asking them, if I built this, would you buy it, even if I'm no longer a mercer? Mm. So I would get feedback. From them about the idea um, and also over time after my one year was over that was my non-compete period mm-hmm. the three clients I went to actually bought.
0: Wow what I'd really like to understand is the skill set of someone who sees an idea but actually puts it into practice because that's mm-hmm. where the you know the, the differences, isn't it? Everyone's yes. really got these great ideas. Yes. Yes. What, what do you think is the is the skill set or mindset? So,
1: um, I personally believe that talk is cheap. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a, three skill sets that I learned from startups and turnarounds. One is the ability to walk into an industry, and I've been in different industries. And envision and articulate a very, very different future. But that's really based on what are clients' pain points and how do you solve that in an unconventional way. Mm -hmm. Second skill set is the ability to take a vision and to transform it to reality. So it's execution skills. The third ability, it's leadership skills to be able to convince and compel a large group of people to Mm. follow you, to execute your vision. But shit happens every day and every Mm. hour. So how do you get the team to adapt to all the changes that you're gonna go through in each one of these journeys? I believe that there is a valid excuse for every failure. You have to find the people who can overcome those valid excuses.